0: Before we get started, we just want to let you know about a few ways you can support our grassroots indie show. You can follow us on social media at no Bad Reviews Pod. We'd love it if you could go to your favorite podcasting app and rate us and review us. Also, please tell a friend about our podcast. And last, you can financially support us on Patreon.com slash NoBadReviews buymeacoffee.com slash nobadreviewspod, and you can buy merch at our website, nobadreviewspodcast.com. Thank you, and enjoy this episode. Welcome to No Bad Reviews: colon, A Coffee Podcast. This is a podcast where three friends, coworkers, and coffee industry professionals get together every other week and tell you about something. Sometimes related to coffee, sometimes completely not related to coffee. Or so it seems. Like in today's episode, two things. That should not go together, coffee and something else. But somehow, here we are. I'm Jenny, and I run the operations at a coffee company called Modest Coffee. I am here to tell you things, because that somehow qualifies me as an expert.
1: Would you consider yourself the big cheese?
0: (laughs) I'm the big cheese at my coffee company. (laughs) That's a hint.
1: Hi, I'm Marcus, and I'm a cheesy guy. That's true. Um, I roast coffee at Modest Coffee. And I just got back from Milwaukee.
0: And also, you're... the state of cheese.
1: The state of cheese.
2: And you're not doing your Milwaukee accent.
1: You know, we can address that later <sighs> okay. during the tasting, okay. you know, <laughs> if you want to.
0: <laughs> Marcus picked up Wisconsin. I did. When he was in Wisconsin.
1: I did. I learned I learned how to speak the... He learned the, the dialect. The local <laughs> language. <laughs> Did. <laughs> you know we can talk about we can talk about it
2: <laughs> uh i'm stephanie i'm the employee of the month at modest coffee for 49 consecutive months Yay!
0: Yay! Woo!
1: we'll do snap claps actually i heard that recently that works snap claps you want to yeah. try that's congratulations steph you made it
0: Every time I do that in the microphone, you yell at me. Well, don't do it into the microphone. You have to do it away from the microphone
1: or do it with a busted thumb. (laughs) Look at Marcus faking. He's
0: like totally faking. What is it when... good. That almost sounded like your right hand was snapping. You know what? You'll get it. You know what? All things in time, Marcus. You'll get it.
1: Yeah, not worried about it. Recording on a Tuesday. I mean, so... Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. everything's weird. So we're recording today because Marcus went to Wisconsin last weekend for demos, and he's going to Wisconsin again this weekend for demos. I
1: call them tastings. I feel like their tastings are a little classier. Yeah, mm. coffee tasting. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Um, in good old Milwaukee area, Sendex. If you are somebody who's in Wisconsin listening, yeah. if go you're to your local Sendex. You might see Marcus this one past new listener by the time <laughs> this airs. That
1: I, that I met and gave you the card. Hi. <laughs> oh,
0: were you passing out cards at the, at the tastings? I, I
1: did, and I had one taker, so oh, if you're listening, hey. just know that I know that you're listening.
0: That's cool. Good
2: idea. <laughs> uh. I love Wisconsin so much. We don't have to talk about Wisconsin, but I love it there.
1: Uh, you know, I did experience uh, a magical sight. I think I, I call it paradise. I experienced paradise. Good. It's in the Midwest. Uh, and it's right near Economo Walk. Um, that's a really fun word know. to
0: s- listen to. I can't say it. I'm sure it's fun to say too, though.
1: Yeah, I went to uh, Okachi Lake. That's Ooh. that's where that's where uh, there's a lot of great great food.
0: I'm surprised that people. they talk like that there because it's not even that far north. Like you associate that accent more northern Minnesota, Minnesota UP. Oh, man, like the UP of Michigan? Well, see, the that's Uper a different accent. accent.
1: So Minnesota is more subdued. It's a little more like, oh, oh, Minnesota, you know, that sort of, <laughs> not, not like the the heavier, thicker, like, I can't, not, see, now I can't switch between those two dialects. Milwaukee's
2: a little more through your nose
1: you know, than Minnesota. Maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's a little more pronounced and excited. You know, people get really into it, the words that they're saying, you know? <laughs>
0: I just want to say that when I was studying anthropology in school, linguistics and um, like the the migration of of language patterns is super fucking fascinating. (laughs) I don't know if it's fascinating to anybody else, but I am like (sighs) going crazy about it.
1: Yeah, no, I just... uh, In my mind.
0: And I'm like, okay, and like, where did those accents come from? Because it's definitely as you get closer to Canada, you know, like there's this blending of languages and then also like politeness. You know? mm. Oh, God.
1: And the people up there, so nice, right? So I feel like I, I really found like the heartland of like Milwaukee suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and- it's kind
0: of Milwaukee. Is that it a, is. Did I say that right? Yeah, is that a suburb, though? Yeah, it's
1: a western suburb mm. of Milwaukee, considered, right? And mm. because things out there are just much more spread out. It's
0: just rural. Yeah, rough, though, I thought.
1: Right. No, see, uh, that's all touristy area over uh. there. So it is. It's, it's a, it is. It's like, it's a suburb. It's suburban. It's basically where we live.
0: Marcus was telling me that in Wisconsin, uh, people don't like people from Illinois. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. I mean, all of the states around us, they hate us. And I think more specifically Chicago, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so Marcus was told me that what he would say to them, um, is like, well, I'm from Illinois, but I'm a Packers fan and they loved it. Oh my
1: God. I lied to people all weekend. (laughs) I'm
0: sure they knew you were joking. They
1: were so, you know, that was, but it was like a great icebreaker. Yeah. Because like, I didn't do that at first and people were like, get out of here. But as soon as I told them I was a Packers fan and I was like, that's why they let me in here. That's why they even put my coffee on the shelf.
0: Uh, uh, we should put a little Packers sticker on our bags <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> special
0: green and gold labels just for the wisconsin yeah. store yeah yeah you know i don't really give a shit about football at all i mean i'll be a packers fan i don't give a you shit know, i
1: don't care about football either so i'm like sure packers great go great. packers i'm gonna do that for every state i demo in <laughs> i'm gonna say, look up you the local say,
0: go pack go
1: go pack go
2: yeah that's how you oh, say it okay in wisconsin. see there you go yeah. go
1: pack Go pack go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I'll find it's the Cleveland Browns, right? So when I go to Ohio next, I'll I'll do that. This is going to be my thing. I'm just going to tour the lo- the suburbs of every major metropolitan area that we that we start selling our coffee cool in.
2: you should get some t-shirts yeah Packers t-shirt Cleveland Browns t-shirt like really it's great
1: just yeah. get
0: a lapel pin you don't gotta go all in with a t-shirt anyways I feel like it's okay for us to talk about Wisconsin this much and be sidetracked this much in this episode because Wisconsin is like the Midwest center of cheese yeah <laughs> right so like it's all it's the all on topic. mozzarella <laughs> um. So anyways, I was hoping that I could say, like, hey, let's go to Milwaukee this weekend with mm-hmm, Marcus. Mm-hmm. But I can't. Oh. I actually, I can't. Anyways, we're going to plan a company trip to Milwaukee. Also, company trip I wish we were taking right now was to the SCA Expo in Portland oh. right now. Oh, God, I know. We need to be better about our planning for things like this. Next year it's in Chicago, so we will pay for our employees cool. to take a trip to Chicago. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, and that'll I'm be really fun. Now. We'll buy tickets for party. ourselves this year. Although we might yeah. be able to score some free tickets.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to get a booth. Probably. You want to get a booth yeah, this do. year?
0: I don't want to work it. I yeah. want to have fun.
1: No, yeah. Ours will be the fun booth. We're not going to work it. We're just going to have couches.
0: (laughs) You'll
2: have your employee work it. Free trip to the SEA, and you have to work the booth. (laughs) No. We're going to
1: have a little, like, we're going to make a little living room, chill area for us, and we'll have, like, a little coffee like like this, a Technivorm, and just, like, VIP only.
2: That would actually be really
1: cute. People would be like, what the fuck is going on? It would be, like, the most, it would be the best booth.
2: We could just get, like, a velvet rope. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um. what is this coffee about today jenny oh
0: man okay so uh over a year ago when we first started this and we announced our little fun hobby to the world uh, a friend of ours named chris he is one of the owners of 10 drops coffee in plainfield illinois chris is super into coffee really into specialty coffee he's into like he nerds out about coffee (laughs) And if you're interested in nerding out about coffee too, like he puts really long, detailed descriptions about coffee and thoughts about coffee on their Ten Drops Facebook page, and I think that it's really cool. For it's just really interesting because he goes like deep he's, in he's his philosophical, posts. very philosophical. It's cool. So if you're interested in learning more about specialty coffee and more about origins, um, definitely go to the Ten Drops Coffee Facebook page. Um, and if you're local in the Chicago area, even if you're not in the far ass western suburbs, <laughs> t- swing by. Go out to Ten Drops. They're super nice.
1: Isn't he on? A, uh, isn't he like in the Coffee Forum too? Involved. Well, What's that's that like one? the coffee roasters For, forum. Oh, yeah. Probably most oh, yeah. people
0: listening are not going to, are not coffee, coffee roasters. Yeah. But yeah, he's, I think he even might be an admin of that page. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is, yeah, super into coffee. Him and Aaron. And then um, I think those are, they're like the two main people. I know Margaret. There's, A- Chris's wife. there's but I four to people yeah yeah i thought that there was more people but um chris and aaron are like the two coffee guys yeah um is this uh is 10 drops also a cafe or just a yeah registry? it's just a cafe it's a it cafe is. it's okay. mostly a cafe uh
1: okay. their cafe is awesome yeah it's a uh, yeah they just expanded it well a couple years back i guess now but it's mm-hmm. awesome exposed great. brick beautiful and they care about the coffee they make and really deeply yeah.
0: care about what they're doing it's great. which is not common at all <laughs> as we have learned over the past year <laughs> especially out in the suburbs uh, there are not a lot of people who deeply care about what they're doing like they do and so um chris funny guy that he is <laughs> sent us a link to cheese flavored coffee <gasps> cheese flavored
1: i thought that was trail mix uh-huh. um, yeah so this coffee. was hungry <gasps> And yeah, I'm really not as excited as I is. I'll just talk about is. this
0: coffee just a smidge really quickly, and then we can talk about it more when we do the tasting. But it's called cheese-flavored Guatemalan coffee, uh, right?
1: Is that dried cheese in there? No. Like, that's
0: what uh, I, I me, thought, too. No, okay. it's not. It's way weirder than that. Oh. It's so weird. Okay. Our cheese-flavored Guatemalan coffee is a naturally-flavored sweet and rich Guatemalan coffee with what you're seeing, what you're talking about, jasmine. Those are jasmine Whoa. buds, flower buds. What the fuck? First of all, jasmine flower buds mixed in with coffee? Okay. Okay, so I'm putting a pic- I am putting took a picture of this to put on our Instagram. There's going to be a picture of that because it looks super weird. Um, you will enjoy the unique cheese-flavored flavor. <laughs> okay. It actually says it like that? <laughs> yes. The cheese-flavored flavor <laughs> blended with the medium to full body, medium to full body, It's not (laughs) one or the other. It's a range. (laughs) Full-bodied Guatemalan coffee taste with an exclamation point. Ingredients: Guatemalan coffee, whole coffee beans. Wish I wish there had been a ground option. Jasmine, actual jasmine flowers, and natural trees flavored flavor. She's oh, flavored flavor. She's flavored flavor.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I don't sense. know what that
2: means. Delicious. Yeah. What does jasmine taste like? I don't know that I've had anything flavored with jasmine before.
1: Jasmine we, is uh, the that floral. It's pretty common in coffee. Um, so I could see that being a good one. Um, it, a very pure, clean, crisp, floral smell.
2: It will taste like soap. Is that what you're saying? Is huh. it going to be like the lavender? Some or... people some
1: people say lavender tastes like soap, so yes, it's not like that. I say that. Yeah, yes. it's more of like a maybe a fruitier
0: flower. Okay. Okay. Now I looked it up. Jasmine tea is not jasmine. Okay. It's, it's just like rice. It is, but jasmine tea actually, if you've never had jasmine pearl tea, it's really oh, pretty. Oh, some at work. It yeah. opens up and it has these little like buds. That open, and if you have just the regular pearls, you put them in a clear teapot, they look really beautiful. It's cool. Hmm. Um, but it's just a jasmine tea. Just, it just says it's a perfumey, hand-rolled tea from China.
1: Yeah, perfume. That's a good one. But, but it, it's that, not
0: perfumed. It's just perfumey. It's like
1: a sweet flower. Okay. But this
0: has actual jasmine flowers yeah. in it. Yeah. But that tea does not... Uh, it, All right, I misspoke.
1: All I'm saying is that it's fucking weird that there's flowers
0: in this coffee. Okay. And I think it's fucking weird that it's cheese-flavored flavor. So thanks so much, Chris, um, for doing this to us. So luckily, I mean, I bought this a year ago, and luckily... It's good through January, 2024. So we're oh, still, sweet. it has a two-year date.
1: The flowers
2: we're keep fine. it. We're fine. You can procrastinate this another year if you feel like you can't handle it.
1: We're just aging it.
0: <laughs> the strange thing is, is this says four ounces, but I'm pretty sure this is eight ounces of coffee. This is not four looks, ounces. like way more than four. Yeah, definitely 8 yeah. pound. So everything is fucking um, weird about this because is this it, it's just- Drugs?
1: No, is this, was this used to smuggle Drugs? <laughs> Into the country? Anything's
0: possible. I mean, it's like
1: super floral smelling, super dark roasted coffee to cover up a smell <laughs> for we're, Guatemala.
0: Yeah. So we're getting. Are is we, this fake? Are you saying we're getting high today? No.
1: I'm like, is this oh. was this used to import <laughs> smuggled drugs in?
0: You know what else is weird is it has a lot of like strange pictures of other things on this bag. Like, there's a picture of dried apricots, pistachios, hazelnuts, yeah, pumpkin seeds. What like the fuck? in like weird little white it's like, bags.
1: It's like just a, It's like a fake label. It's at first glance you look at it. You know if you, okay passes inspection. Just good enough.
2: Is it, do they make a lot of products and they just use the same label?
1: Yeah, tell us about this <laughs> <Okay>. company.
0: <laughs> this company, I looked into them. The parent company is called the Zooscape Corporation. <laughs> It's funny because it says it's distributed by the ZooScape Corporation, like Z O O, like Zoo, like animal zoo. Uh huh. What does that even mean? Um, They're
1: trafficking something. <laughs> this is going to be okay. a dark episode. I
0: don't know. I don't. As far as I could tell, the the dark the darkest I could find is that the wife follows a bunch of like Trump style politicians in Canada. Okay. Oh. It's a Canadian. It's company. a Canadian company. So Zeus, but. Every I don't know what's going on with this company. I did my best, but like there's just not a lot of information out there. It reminds me a lot of Hula Girl. Like how there's really hard to get to the information, but it was this website that was full of like a million and one it's like it was like so the company was founded, Zeuscape was founded in I think nineteen ninety eight. The owner is Carrie James Heather. His wife is Simona Heather. He's the CEO. He also founded the company way back in the 90s. So Zeuscape was first founded as just like a private company. And then 10 years later, they reincorporated and now he's the CEO. This company, it's a, it's called Larissa Veronica. That's the name of the coffee company. Let me just double check this really so quickly. So it's like
1: Zeuscape, like the distributor?
0: Well, it says Zooscape is the distributor of okay. it, but I'm pretty sure that this address is the exact same address. Okay, time's back. <laughs> Larissa Veronica. Yeah. yeah, so this is the, so the address of Larissa Veronica is the same address as Zooscape. And the Zooscape address is actually a PO box in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. Which we all know, like Delaware is like the company, the place to incorporate. Right. But their corporate headquarters is in their house in Can- <laughs> Ontario, Canada, uh-huh. which actually happens to be a big fucking fancy house, eighty four hundred square feet. Whoa. Sold for one point four million dollars ten years ago. Wow. And then they have like wow. some other corporations also. Uh, listed to their names. The Heather Project, I don't know what that is. I couldn't find anything about it, but it's still incorporated in Canada. And then yeah, there's very little information. I was able to find out that Carrie James Heather, he got a degree in physics and psychology. So okay. he's kind of a smart guy. Okay. Nineteen eighty nine, so that probably means he was born in like nineteen seventy. And in high school, he was kind of an artsy kid. He was into the drama club. He was into the yearbook newspaper. He was in the jazz band. It's interesting oh. that you could find out stuff about what yeah, he did. Yeah,
1: how did, in high how did you? Is there articles or did you stalk him? I on went on Facebook? his LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice.
0: And he had like a lot of information about himself cool. listed, but he hasn't logged in in like seven years. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so you're not worried about it. Yeah. So. Okay. Right. Uh, they're probably, I'm assuming they're probably a little anti-vax, you know, anti-Trudeau, that type of, Yeah. you know, we kn- we know the type. We got plenty of them here in America. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. like the Canadian version of that. So they're that, but probably nicer about it. I wonder <laughs> if- but here's the thing. So it's like a food distribution company. It's also one of those like weird old websites mm-hmm. like from the 90s almost like maybe it was updated in like 2006 right, when they switched kind of, over.
1: This kind of feels a little shady again. It
0: <laughs> feels very shady. The whole thing is very strange.
1: <laughs> my shade, my um, shade alarm bells are going off again.
0: But they it just it, basically all it says is like they they primarily specialize in health and beauty um but they're now in other areas like home decor and gifts and games. And things like that, but I mean, like the
1: import-export business, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but their whole thing is like to have weird-ass shit. So, like cheese-flavored coffee. This is like their philosophy. So they basically they make and distribute over seventy-five hundred products. So wow. that's a lot of fucking products. And basically, we are convinced that you will discover some one-of-a-kind treasures for your home, your lifestyle, at work, or at play. Rather than saturate the marketplace with many all-too-familiar and uninspiring products. We source out manufacturers who can convince us that they have something very special to offer you. Amazing. Like cheese-flavored flavor coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go on their huh. website, zooscape.com, they got some fucking weird-ass coffee flavors. <laughs> oh,
2: so they have a variety of coffee? They're not just focused on the cheese flavor?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, for example, just under the seas, they have Cabernet Sauvignon coffee, Oh, oh. carrot coffee. What? Yeah. Uh, chocolate black cherry coffee. That could be okay. Cinnamon pimento. Interesting. These are some flavors I've never heard of before. Would you ever even consider cinnamon, pimento, and coffee as three? It's like, you know what it feels like? It feels like they have three fish bowls with a bunch of fucking words on them, and they just like (laughs) grab from each. Right. Or they're like, let me just grab from two or whatever, and they're like, all right, let's make it. (laughs) One of them actually picked flavor and flavored and yeah. the other one was like,
1: no,
2: don't put one back. We'll just go with cheese flavored flavor. It's fine.
1: I Kumin? imagine that is a is a like translation error, right? Where somebody was printing the label and they got this like cumin and then cheese flavored, but they were all flavors, right? So it's like cumin flavor, cheese flavored flavor, you know, ranch flavor, you know. So,
2: but no, native English speakers, right? So yeah. Ontario is not the French one, right?
0: Um, yeah, I think that, that they do... Well, French is actually a second language for Canada. So maybe these are native French speakers, so, um, French Canadians. But
1: they're importing it. So they could be getting... Are this, they importing it, it? They I said they know. seek out manufacturers, right? So they could be literally... If they're in the import-export business, they could be getting this from anywhere. So
2: they're not the ones making the label, you're saying?
1: Right. Uh, you don't
2: I think,
0: think so? Th- I think they're making the label. I, I, You know what? I can't understand what's going on with them at all. I mean, jalapeno coffee, they got that.
1: Well, like when we were going to export, you know, we don't necessarily need to go in to leave this in the episode, but when we were going to export to Canada or mm-hmm. to China, mm-hmm. they wanted us as the manufacturer to translate the label to their specs. Mm-hmm. So if they had told me to put on distributed by Guangzhou, you know, yeah. thing, if they told me to put that on label, I would have done that Okay. to sell it.
2: So you're thinking the labels were made in China... And wherever. Or wherever this coffee comes from.
0: Guatemala.
1: Right. Possible. It's possible.
0: This is what I think. Because all their coffee labels have the same label. What I think is that they are using... They're not using actual cheese. They're using a flavor oil that is cheese flavored. And that's why it says cheese flavored flavor. Okay. Okay. If you ask me. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, it's just like... They want to have some weird ass shit. They want to be like... They want to own weird ass shit. If you want chili pepper tea... They got that. Whoa. If they if you want a coconut jalapeno tea, they got that too. Wow. Yeah. So uh it's fucking weird, Fascinating. man. Fascinating. It's fucking weird. We'll flavor anything, like anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what it's not I hope it tastes like coffee. Which is great, <laughs> awesome.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Coffee. Eighty percent chance. Right. You know, I'd like to see more weird, they got like essential oils or whatever, but they, they're all kind of normal. Mm. I, like, where's my cheese-flavored flavor <laughs> essential oil? I, I want to I, I smell like cheese. You I, know what? <laughs> this is a, Zeuscape, we're
2: giving you, this is for you. <laughs> cheese I want like aroma flavored, therapy. Flavored, flavored,
0: flavored.
1: I want like healing blend.
0: Jalapeno cheese aromatherapy. <laughs> you can get Jerusalem artichoke as like a dried herb.
1: Oh, I thought that was Jerusalem artichoke. Essential oil. Flavored oh. coffee.
0: <laughs> that's funny. But oh, yeah, so God. basically, they just have a lot, a lot of weird ass food shit on their website. All right. It's weird ass consumables. 7,500 weird ass consumables, wow. have, I guess. Do
1: they have pine flavored?
0: Pine flavored coffee? Well, let's find out. Ambergris? Ambergris. <laughs> they have pineapple. Sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> pineapple coffee. Like, because
1: it's just, that's just flavored with like, turpentine like don't do it
0: pineapple oh coffee don't (laughs) do that don't do that um yeah so it's kind of a weird ass company is it a shell corporation for something else i don't know i'd love to talk about the um the cheese (laughs) the cheese flavored flavor yeah yeah so like let's talk about how they even got cheese flavored flavor oh please yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm just talking about cheese we're only going to talk about cheese
1: just like (laughs) the concept of cheese
0: (laughs) Yeah. What is cheese? Yes. Cheese.
1: I've never heard of such thing. <laughs> Please tell me.
0: Actually, cheese, sadly, is the one thing I love now, especially that like I've been trying to control my blood sugar. You know? Getting old, man. So I don't go hypoglycemic. Mm-hmm. Well, now my um, cholesterol is up. What the fuck? Why does everything that I love have to be taken away from me? No, you
2: have to choose between blood sugar and cholesterol. You just have to pick which one
0: is going to be bad for you. (sighs) I know. I've decided what I'm going to do is do more cardio and eat less cheese. Not no cheese. I'm going to meet, I'm going to just kind of moderation.
2: Isn't there a pill you could take that would allow you to not change your lifestyle oh. at all? I think there is lots of yeah. pills I could take that I could just
0: not change my lifestyle at all. Well, wow. You're
2: an American. You should ask for some. You're right.
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: You need insurance You know, yeah,
0: I was just about to say that like, that gets expensive when right. you don't have insurance. Yeah. I'm holding it. I'm trying to make it to 65.
1: So that's it. Then you can go on it.
0: And then I, yeah, then I can go crazy. Remember right. how I said when I turn 80? Yeah. We're going to go off party again. Yeah. Off the wagon. I can't wait. I'm well,
1: 65 party. is the new 80.
0: I'm going to party like it's 2001
1: <laughs> when so I'm 80. tell us about this concept. Because I was
0: partying in 2001. <laughs> this oh, concept of cheese. Wait. Okay, so cheese. We all love it. hmm Yep. No disagreements there. Yep. No, Good. love it. Um, cheese goes back all the way it is like oh fucking g to like the beginning of civilization they domesticated animals and they saw they were like oh what's that baby what's that baby cow doing actually it was sheep what's that baby sheep what's that baby goat doing they're like hmm let me try that and they started you know doing the utter thing and then they had milk and they were like, fuck Do yeah. Doing the other thing. Doing the other thing. If this were in a podcast, you would have seen me milking a
2: goat. Air milking. But since you didn't see it, you're just imagining yeah. an old-timey person with their mouth on yeah, an Yeah, that's otter. exactly.
1: <laughs> I like, that's, that looks f- fun. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> all is a heap. Hide under this goat for a
0: minute. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Go, go, go. Right. Um.
1: <laughs> Get out of here, baby goat. It's my turn.
0: So, this is uh, just imagine we're in Mesopotamia, modern day Iraq. So, just imagine you are an Iraqi person. And you're just laying on the ground underneath the goat. <laughs> underneath the full teats of a goat.
1: <laughs> and then what?
0: Thirsty in the, in the desert sun. <laughs>
1: and you're like, I want some of this for later?
0: Yeah, so that's what happened. <laughs> they were like, this is great. I want some of this later. So they slaughtered that baby goat, took its fourth stomach, tied off one end, and filled it. The other end with milk. Oh, my God.
1: But I have nothing to put this milk into.
0: (laughs) So they filled the fourth stomach of the baby goat that they just killed for its mother's milk. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then it's in this fourth stomach (laughs) of the baby goat. (laughs) Marcus can't stop laughing. It's not funny.
1: No, this is fucking brutal, (laughs) man. I know.
0: And then it turned to cheese. And they were like, Fuck yeah <laughs>
1: it's like, Oh my God. So yeah. we the- have to kill all of these goats now.
0: Uh huh. So that's a, so that's like the interesting science part of cheese making. Jeez. They accidentally discovered rennet or whatever. Uh-huh. <sighs> so yeah, so rennet is this set of enzymes, quimosin being the biggest one, um, that are found in ruminant animals. Do you know what ruminant animals are? Yeah,
1: ones that ruminate.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> the so... Ones that eat
0: grass or yes, whatever,
2: right.
1: yeah.
0: They're the hooved animals that eat grass. So you're thinking sheep, cows, goats, um, horses. I mean, you might be able to make horse cheese. Ooh, it sounds oh, disgusting. No way. So these animals are really interesting because all they do is eat grass all day. But grass is super tough and hard to digest. So they have a few things that are really interesting. I learned about this in school. So they have, first of all, they have teeth that are like super big and they got these chompers that like and they grind up all of this and then they have a like set of I think four stomachs to digest and break down all of this and in their fourth stomach there is a set of um they have extra they have all of these enzymes that fully break down and break take out all of the nutrients so like the, but the babies like they're not eating grass yet so they still have this whole like digestive system set up but Their fourth stomach has these enzymes for breaking down the mother's milk. Mm. So this is where this curdling effect comes in. Um, And as the baby animals grow, chemosin leaves. It goes away as they get older. And some of those other enzymes that are in there, like, take over. And the chemosin is what curdles the milk into cheese. So that's why you have to use baby animals. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. But, I mean, on the other hand, like, veal, lamb, yeah. baby I can only kids. imagine
1: them, like, working their way down. They, like, put it in the first stomach and, like, ugh, this milk sucks. <laughs> and they put it in the second one, and they're like, this one's a little better. <laughs> yeah. And then the third one, and they are like, getting there. And then they did the fourth one, and it turned into cheese, and they were like, we fucking hit pay dirt.
0: Isn't that kind of gross, though? But, I mean, back in the day, like, okay, so if you're a traveler or whatever, like, you could use clay pots, but what's easier, you know? Like a, a uh, like nice...
1: Guys, we got four tries at this.
0: <laughs> well, and you think about it back in the day, too. So if they're figuring out cheese making and everything, I mean, it worked out pretty perfectly because that mama animal would have her baby, and then they could, off the baby animal, use the stomach for mm-hmm. rennet, and then still have the milk going. I mean, it's kind of like a good farming circle or whatever. Amazing. Um. And interestingly, like different milks, so like sheep's milk, you want to use sheep rennet or rennet from a sheep. And then like goat milk, you want to use goat rennet and so on and so forth. So that's interesting. Um, it's like a
2: whole different type of rennet, like ineffective or just weird.
0: I didn't really look into that too much, but it's it's just suggested that you use that because, like, my understanding is that those enzymes are for that milk specifically. Yeah, I didn't look into like what happens if you use it others, but because you
1: can make vegetable rennet, I know oh. back from my cheese making days. Mm.
0: Yeah, so they do have vegetable rennet, and actually on a commercial scale nowadays it's so hard like they're like the the demand for cheese far outpaces the demand for rennet and baby goats (laughs) and everything else yeah exactly um you figure like you get baby lamb like once a year veal is not super common so um so
1: there's somebody somewhere getting those stomachs and making cheese the way that it was made
0: oh they do yeah yeah, so the traditional way of making rennet, so you could make rennet yourself actually if you wanted to. <laughs> to slaughter a baby goat? Mm-hmm.
2: No, I want to you... try
1: like real deal baby, like a baby had to die for this cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I want that. I feel like it would be better.
0: So like, I feel tra- like it would
1: taste better. <laughs> I don't Traditionally,
0: know why. what they did was they would just slice. This is how you would do it at home. You would take that stomach, you would slice it up um into like strips or whatever and then you would soak it in either salt water or whey and you would add some vinegar or some wine to r- lower the ph of it which is going to which is going to stop like the microbes from forming like and then after several days you just strain that off and then you got the rennet that's in your solution and you don't actually need a lot you just need like one gram for like an entire quart oh wow yeah so it's like tiny, tiny amount of that solution. Like So a little bit of rennet goes a very long way. Oh, that's cool. So you could do, that's like the home, make it yourself way. Um, more commonly, if you're having like an animal rennet, like if you're having actual animal rennet, um, what they'll do is they'll take deep frozen stomachs. This is kind of gross, but, and then they mill them. And then they they have like a special solution, oh, okay. like, an like an acid solution. Industrial scale. Yeah, this is on the industrial scale. Yeah, um, you know, and then it's like science and labs and standardization and all of that. So like that's that's like the commercial way of doing it. Um, but actually what is like most common, what they've done is they've taken, they started with the animal rennet and the animal enzymes and then they just replicate it, um, using yeast. And then they like take that, the like DNA or whatever and put it into the yeast and then create the rennet with yeast. Kind of like the enzyme. Yeah. Yeah. The rennet enzymes using yeast and then it's technically vegetarian but it started it's kinda like how people are like I don't want to use aborted fetuses for stem cells. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> You're That's like, funny. but these stem cells were from an aborted fetus twenty years ago. It's fine. <laughs> so um you know. you know Yeah. whatevs
1: i I don't know if I want to use an aborted fetus to make cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's terrible.
1: I but might, I still left. Might not um, make it. In. <laughs> it
2: in. Wisconsin is not going to like your abortion Wisconsin, fetus that's
1: jokes. that's illegal up there.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right, isn't it? Yep. Huh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Anyways. So this joke's not approved.
0: Uh, you know what, though? Like 75% of Americans support abortion, so I'm pretty sure that most of those people are fine with it.
1: Oh, well, let me tell you on Lake Okachi, <laughs> they don't approve.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, like, yeah, so, like, the actual animal rennet, that's probably for, like, some fancy French cheeses or whatever. You're definitely not getting that shit in America. Uh, no, right. No, <laughs> Aldi's not putting that. No. Uh, no. uh uh-uh. no. Like, that is some fancy cheese-making shit. Want
1: I want to travel for that.
0: I mean, I think you could probably find some cheesemonger around in Chicago or something that makes it with... Actual animal rennet.
1: That's a, that's a good second alternative to traveling for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so this cheese was like the first way back when it was like the best way to preserve your milk. And excess milk was with cheese. You know, we're in Mesopotamia, so it's hot as fuck over there, desert. And I mean, you could still make cheese and have it last for a really long time. Um, so
1: does it become like... Um go are they like squeezing it out of the stomach on the on the road when they're like
0: no they were not well maybe actually probably back in the day in the very beginning sure you had this curdled milk in this like stomach and you're like slurping it <laughs> like, sure yum it's like an applesauce packet i know right <laughs> of cheese great. You know, I'm thinking like easy cheese, like the can of like shelf-stable easy cheese. Man, that shit was the bomb when I was a kid.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to stop imagining the Go-Gurt concept. It's really something. So gross. (sighs) Anyways. So cheese preservation – Cheese is often preserved at room temperature, right? Because it's got, like, a rind on it or whatever. Like, people aren't buying, like, um, slices of cheese. People aren't making, like, the sliced cheese that we're imagining.
0: They believe that it probably originated in this area because hard and salty, hard and salty. So that is what preserves the cheese, preserves the milk, lets it be at room temperature, even in hot climates. It's not going to go bad. Once you once it started spreading more north, I think it was the Romans really who helped to spread the cheese more north as they conquered into Europe. As you get colder climates, you have cheeses that are softer. You also that's when you see um, like mold, like not mold, like a cheese shaping mold, but like the mold Mm. and these sorts of things that are going to be flavoring the cheeses as well. So there's a much wider range of types of cheeses so you think oh. when you're up like you think even in italy you have like parmesan which is really hard really salty warm mediterranean climate that kind of cheese is great for there mm-hmm. but then say you go like further north where they have, my, have like blue cheese or swiss cheese yeah. or whatever you're gonna have these softer like crazier flavors mm, of the cheeses yeah it's a french brie it's the like l- the, uh-huh. oh,
1: and it's yeah. all it's all lacto fermented lactobacillus right
0: I don't know what the different bacterias are. I think what you're, that might be a yogurt
1: culture. It's, a, it's the same one, the same bac- bacteria, cheese, yogurt, all that fermented stuff and flavor and all the different, they all have some different strains, I think, that have different flavors. So.
0: Well, I know to make a yogurt, you have to have these two specific, there's two specific bacteria for something to be considered a yogurt, and it is present in some cheeses. It doesn't mean it's present in all cheeses. Right. Yeah, basically what happens when you're... Um, it's basically any sort of bacteria that converts the lactose into lactic acid. The lac- Yeah, the lactose in the milk, that the sugar. Um, and so it's when the acidity is high enough, the milk coagulates, and it'll do that even without the use of rennet. That's why you can make cheese with like... There's like some soft cheeses that are used, an acid would be used. Like you can yeah, like even curdle juice. cheese like with lemon juice, yeah. vinegar, things right. like that. That's
1: like all the farmer's cheeses, like um, like ricotta and all the really soft ones, yeah. those are broken. They, they break the, the cheese with like an acid versus like the harder cheeses that uses the rennet.
2: Right, Is exactly. Fresh mozzarella the same way? You can make fresh mozzarella at
0: home pretty easily, right? Do you need? You need
1: rennet, I think, for okay, mozzarella. Okay, you do. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so rennet. So there's yeah, there's the acid-based cheeses, and then there's the rennet-based cheeses. So the acid-based cheeses are going to be the softer cheeses. You're thinking you're going to think of like cream cheese, um, ricotta is technically like an acid cheese, even though that's like a byproduct of the cheese making using mm. the whey.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Um, so yeah, there's just like these different ways of making cheeses. I mean they even had cheese in the Sahara Desert, wow. which is crazy to think about. Hmm. It was just a way to preserve milk products. And then it kind of just spread, and then the Romans took it and it's they spread that up norther- northwards through Europe, and then everybody kind of developed their own ways of making cheeses and it all became kind of regional and like what yeah. it's like think about um like sourdough. So like they would be using when making these cheeses, you're using these same bacteria, but it's picking up, like like wild yeah. bacteria through yeah. the air yeah. and kind of yeast right. or whatever bacteria and changing the flavors of these cheeses cool. as well. Cool. But like the modern day cheeses, like cheddar has mm-hmm. been around since the 1100s. <laughs> but yeah, all of them are recorded in like the past thousand years, basically. So cheddar, yeah. the 1100s, Parmesan, 1597. So even though it's a hard, salty cheese, that would have been good in Italy a long time ago. And maybe they had a cheese that was very similar to Parmesan. I would have to guess that they had cheeses that were very similar to Parmesan going really far back. But the actual recipe as a standardization. Crazy. 1597. Wow. Gouda, 1697. How do you pronounce this camembert 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 yeah somebody french Tell okay me. all right uh that's 1791 that's a super soft one yeah so hmm. um that's basically it about cheese pretty fascinating huh
1: amazing
2: i love
0: cheese
1: i, love cheese I really too. want cheese now me well
0: too. you're gonna get Just some cheese flavored flavor it. coffee
1: <laughs> all right
0: I just wanted to look up a little bit about 10 drops just so I could talk a little bit about them. And as I'm Googling 10 drops, I thought it turns out like there's this, I don't know if the 10 drops coffee people know this. It's like a colloquialism in Iceland when somebody says, would you like to have some coffee? Yes, just 10 drops please.
1: I'm 100% certain that 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 they know that. you think so? I'm, do you
0: think that's why they name themselves I, that? I do
1: feel like that would be something that Chris would do. It's
0: so random. Or, or,
1: or like they're all they all care so much about like the details. I'm certain that
0: I want to know more about that. that now. I want to know like how did how are you Icelandic? You know? You Potentially? Know
1: what? They Nordic? they both give off viking vibes they
2: totally do <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. true so what does it mean when you say only 10 drops does that mean half a cup or are they just being silly and they're like yes give me all the coffee no
1: so this mean? is what happened that's, that's scandinavian humor
0: <laughs> <laughs> so back in the day um iceland was colonized back um i want to say like 900 ad or 900 years ago maybe 11 whatever like 900 is the number so back when it was first colonized the danish come in the danish vikings come in they populate the the island um but then you know coffee starts becoming popular and we didn't we talk about that wasn't it a danish guy who stole some of the coffee beans from papa budan or baba budan papa (laughs) budan no no there was some guy a nordic guy who stole some too
1: oh okay Because
0: remember, it was like French and Norway or Denmark. Denmark? Yeah, Yeah, it was Denmark. Okay. So anyway, so they get coffee over in Iceland, but it's only like 1500s, 1600s or whatever, but it's only for the elite. So as time goes by, coffee becomes more common for the commoners, Mm -hmm. but it's still really expensive. Um, There's no like centralized coffee roasting operations. They just had green coffee and they would roast it themselves. Mm -hmm. But because it's what's considered to be... A colonial good, um, basically just meaning expensive mm. and not local. Mm-hmm. It, when somebody would say, "Would you like some coffee?" They would. It would just be a way of being polite. <laughs> oh sure, but just ten drops, please. Because <laughs> it's so expensive, I don't want to drink yeah. all your coffee. Just yes, sip. exactly. That's exactly. Nice. <laughs> and it's just kind of hung on. Yeah. And like stayed around. Oh. What a fun name. Ten yeah. yeah. drops. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I thought that was a fun little piece of history. Yeah. Iceland. I don't know if you know this, but their livestock are like a protected, um, like animal. Like
1: so, like, a, like a breed or a heritage breed. Yeah, or it's something a like heritage that? breed, mm. and it's
0: protected. They don't let in outside animals because they don't want anything like ruining their native breeds oh, wow. of animals. So, even like their goat or like their goats, their sheep, their cows are all really special to Iceland and like so their dairy and their milk and their cheeses are all special like they're like they're considered at least by Icelandic standards I don't know about everybody but they're like high butter fat like really tasty like kind of sweet like really great milk especially for making cheeses um, I want to get
1: some Icelandic cheese now
0: <laughs> well you kind of can Icelandic cheese is actually more kind of like Greek yogurt so it's skir skyer skyer mm, have mm-hmm, you heard of this mm-hmm. um, it's like a culture and it' is you're making your skier 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 is this how we I'm pronounce sorry, it i'm sorry i don't know the pronunciation skier? i'm gonna say skier it's probably skier
1: i don't know we need to drink some coffee because i i'm like i really i'm gonna leave here and go buy some cheese <laughs> okay i'm so hungry for so,
0: cheese. um just eat a piece of cheese danish oh. um so skier is it's it's made similarly to yogurt and it's like you know kept fermented in like a warm temperature you use a little bit of your old skier to make a new batch of skier Uh, but it does have a a little bit of a cheesier flavor and like greek yogurt you're going to strain off some of the whey after you've made it to thicken it up Uh so it gets really thick but i guess it's much creamier than greek yogurt very smooth consistency um, but tangy like it has that real yogurt tang with a bit of a, like, more of, a, like, a cream cheese style f- flavor is what I'm imagining. I know I've bought this stuff. You can buy it pretty much everywhere. Yeah, there are some companies in the United States that are making authentic Icelandic skier. Um, I'm you just have to do some research.
2: Brand. Is there, like, a brand called skier? I Maybe. I mean, that's mm. what I'm
0: picturing. Might be. I huh. don't There could be. i um, that kefir. 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 Yeah, well, that's another fermented milk product, but that one I think is more probably more towards the Iraq area. Little dirty. Keep... So, anyways, uh, but skyr is like a part of Icelandic culture, like a deep part, like identifier of Icelandic culture.
2: This is very interesting, but I can't imagine that goats and cows and sheep originated there. Right? I mean, they were brought there at some yeah, point. Yeah, they were
0: brought there by the Vikings back when it was first colonized at the same time, like, way back 900 years yeah. ago or whatever. But so
2: still pre- – I mean, they're they're the same as every place else. They just have slowly evolved to yeah. be slightly different or whatever.
0: Yeah, basically. So you figure, like, over time, like, just this population, um, they have just – they have not interbreeded. you figure oh, all funny. animals like some animals are better for meat some are better for milk mm-hmm. some are better for this some are like better for like pulling farm equipment or whatever right so theirs have just been kept very pure have not been like crossbred at all um, and yeah, they they're stay the only
1: ones that, yeah that's that, that strain or that lineage right back from the original uh-huh you know nomadic Cheese making
0: goats. <laughs> yeah, they're very. Iceland is very, very hmm. particular about their livestock. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I got about cheese flavored flavor coffee. Well. Gee-
1: Shall we brew some coffee? No. Mm. <laughs> Should we eat some cheese? <laughs>
0: Can we just skip over? Can we skip the coffee and go straight to? Oh, straight that to the reminds cheese. me. Why we decided to do this episode? Can I tell you the funnest fact? Yes. Okay. So, uh, this coffee, we've had this coffee for over a year. I kept it hidden in the shipping packaging so that... Neither Steph nor Marcus would look at it and be like, oh, we got to do cheese flavored flavor coffee (laughs) because I was hoping everyone would forget about it. Mm -hmm. My plan was effective. We did forget because I was so excited about it at first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we had to pick find an episode last minute because Marcus was supposed to do another episode, but then he didn't send me the coffee he wanted to try. And then he was out of town and couldn't do the research anyways. And so it was Sunday night and uh, we're like, (laughs) shit, we didn't have we don't have an episode. Right. And I had just recently learned this fun fact, and I was like, I think it's time, (gasps) because I want to share this fun fact, and I need an excuse. So recently, I found a recipe for homemade nacho cheese, and... We're gonna try that actually on our as a Patreon bonus episode. We do get cheese. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have some fucking homemade nacho cheese. Oh my god! But so basically, nacho cheese like goes back to like the fifties. So some guy, his nickname was Nacho, invented. <laughs> really? Is that, great? Yeah. is that so fun? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, Ignacio Nacho, his nickname Anaya. That's awesome. Um, in 1954, he uh, invented nacho cheese. What a legacy that! I know, man has I know left right? Us. Right? Fucking wow. cool, huh? He uh it was it was invented at his restaurant in Piedras Negras, Mexico. Um so the original recipe was just tortilla chips, cheese and pickled jalapeños. Fuck yeah. Yeah, right. So then in 2011, Modernist Cuisine mag- magazine suggested using sodium citrate it's an emulsifying salt to make gooey nacho cheese something that you could make at home and keep it really gooey like nacho cheese without all of those weird whatever they do at the baseball yeah um park ingredients so this is you know 60 years (laughs) after nacho invented nachos and Uh, nacho cheese can i tell you the craziest fucking coincidence science (laughs) so we all know how like a chemical formula is a series of letters and numbers Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna read you the letters in their order of sodium citrate n-a-c-h-o shut the fuck up fucking
1: crazy
2: (laughs) that is crazy that's awesome
1: I remember reading that. Fuck
0: yeah. And I was like, that is
1: insane. <laughs> and I just assumed seeing that, that I was like, oh, that's what makes nacho cheese nacho cheese. Right. And that's what I thought too. And it was like a backwards like scuba, you know, <laughs> right? Like scuba cheese. Yeah. But um, no, just random coincidence.
0: That is crazy. Fucking amazing, right? And I'm like, I have to be able to, t- I have to tell somebody. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: And that's why we're drinking cheese-flavored coffee after a year of you hiding it from us. I yeah. was
1: waiting for that factoid. Because
0: that factoid is too to fucking episode. good. That's awesome. Right. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yeah. I like... The world and life never works out so perfectly <laughs> yeah. as it does. It was like right there. ordained.
1: Uh, right.
2: Isn't cheese amazing? It was
1: destiny. It had to happen. Wow. That way. I'm so, like
0: still like... I just...
1: Shall we brew some coffee now?
0: Science, man. Yeah, and so anyways, I'm super, ex- I'm, if you can't tell, I'm like putting this off, Delay. <laughs> I am super excited to try this nacho cheese recipe for uh, Love It or Leave It.
1: Okay, well, we'll be right back with cheese-flavored cheese coffee.
0: tasting mm-hmm.
1: coming right up after a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Modest Coffee roasts the highest quality single-origin coffees without the snobbery. They take the guesswork out of buying specialty coffee by carefully curating green coffees and sorting them to one of their tiers, based on cupping score, price, flavor notes, and roast level. Go to www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what they're roasting today. Pip pip chewio! And we're back. (laughs) Thanks so much. Sponsor... Marcus, that voice actor you guys hired for We got to get English. that voice
0: actor to do some new commercials yeah, for was us. He's
1: so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, our voice actor was so excited about doing those first ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if you got him a script. <laughs> oh, would... I
0: mean, it just used the same script, right? Just a different voice. <laughs> I mean, the information's all the same.
1: I don't um, know. Ew. So... so
0: are you ready for an olfactory reveal? I can't so much wait. ready. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ugh. i can't wait i been. the I remember... factory
0: reveal is
1: <laughs> Jenny you know brought
2: you... out the tiniest coffee cups
0: for this coffee by the way <laughs> and i brewed the tiniest amount of coffee uh-huh. i well, literally really that's all we get right there <laughs> the least amount you know what we can always brew more but i mean the less i had to clean out of my grinder oh right
1: it smells can you, um,
0: can you, is it wafting? You know what this yeah. is giving me flashbacks of? Breakfast with Elvis coffee. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Banana? Like in No, no, I'm, I'm thinking of like just the chemical odor. Ah, uh, yes. And that's not a bad review. It's just a <laughs> chemical odor.
1: Oh, now you're you wafting know what? it. I'm smelling There's it There's lots here, yeah. of
0: things that are chemicals that I love. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what,
1: the, that's, um that's VOC. That's like pure VOCs. <laughs>
0: Will this give me cancer?
1: Possibly. Is there a warning?
0: I'm going to... You know what? They say that they are GMAP, which is general manufacturing... Something about being good manufacturing processes.
1: Oh, GMAP. Great.
0: Yeah. Here is what I smell from the bag.
2: Tobacco. Okay. Which is a positive thing when we're talking about coffee.
0: What did you say you smelled? Tobacco. Oh, good. Yeah, that's true. I smell that too. Also, almond. Oh. You got that almond to again, me huh? It
2: smells like almond. Oh,
0: I'm. You so are doing so. almond, delicious. <laughs> Not what I expected. So yeah, I had really wanted to invite Chris from Ten Drops to be on this episode. Actually, that's probably the biggest reason why it's taken us a year to mm-hmm. get around to this. Yeah.
1: I can't really describe. Um, this, it's it does feel very um chemical laden.
0: Are you getting any notes of cheese? Not really. I was expecting no, more yeah. like cheddar yeah. or like right. Gouda or something, or like but that
1: artificial movie popcorn, like mm-hmm. cheddar. That's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm not getting any of that. No, are you getting any floral notes of jasmine?
1: I wasn't even getting that either. Yeah, yeah, maybe that was the tobacco.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't getting a ton of, I'm trying to find nice words.
0: <laughs> I got my. I was a hundred percent VOCs, and you know what? I love sniffing glue, so <laughs> it's great.
1: Yeah. Um, so when I roast coffee, and I want to like drink coffee, like I know when it's when it's good is when I smell it and it makes me hungry. Like mm-hmm. I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, with this. You wanted more <laughs> hunger. You know this right? This makes me like. The opposite of that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, not a bad it, way. It makes you lose your appetite.
1: Yes, there you go. <laughs> you
0: know what? I am always down to lose a couple pounds. Right. You know. A loss of appetite. Sure, right. let's go for it. We
1: could. We this may be a marketing thing, right? Where if you need to, right, I don't go need that to lose direction. more than
0: a couple of pounds. Right. And I'm not saying right. I need to lose a couple of pounds. Right. I'm just saying if I lost my appetite from my morning cup of coffee. And happen to lose a couple of pounds, it'd be okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Great. So we Let's found see. out who this is for. <laughs> uh,
0: it's if you would like to if you'd like to slim down a little for who's brave, the summer. Who's
1: brave enough to try it?
0: <gasps> I will try it. Steph, I No, of no doubt about that to me. I of totally <laughs> expected that. Just ten drops. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: ten. Just ten drops. That's
0: it. Truly, that was more than you needed to give me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah guys, it does have a bit of a. A bit of a fruity, like, coffee smell. Yeah, that, that almondy. Maybe that's the jasmine, too. Maybe, like, the almond I'm and the fruity a... together.
0: This is a very strange-smelling coffee. Wait. This is a very unique-smelling <laughs> coffee.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the aromatics on the cup, I feel like, are better than the aromatics on the beans.
0: They are definitely stronger in the cup than they are in the beans.
1: I do smell a little bit more floral. It smells more appetizing. Here.
0: there is a scent in there that I'm having a really hard time with maybe it is the tobacco that you were describing stuff
1: do you smell that clean smell
0: like uh like lysol I do have a, a hint yeah, of lysol
1: that's the sure. that's the jasmine yeah maybe yeah
2: it's um it's not an unpleasant scent it's different and it's not super coffee like right but I don't
0: find where is the cheddar I don't find it unpleasant it definitely. yeah there's no cheddar there's no cheddar none I am feeling a little sad about that. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to have a cheese-flavored coffee, I want it to fucking taste like cheese. Maybe we need to stir in a little of your nacho cheese. Oh, my Mm. God. That's horrible.
1: (laughs) 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 But you know those freeze-dried?
0: That is a good idea, Steph.
1: Those like hard freeze-dried cheese things Mm -hmm. that are really popular? snacks, yeah. I assumed Mm. it was going to have that in there, and that on the label, it said, made with real cheese. That's what I was hoping it would say.
0: I was thinking like cheese powder. Like if I was thinking coffee beans coated in cheese powder.
1: You know, either would be fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know where the
2: idea of cheese in coffee comes from, but I do know that we have friends who are maybe even in the Patreon who went to go get bubble tea at like an Asian whatever you call a bubble tea shop. I think it's just called a bubble tea shop. Okay, Um, Out by the mall, out on the east side. And there was an option to get coffee with cheese foam. Oh, yes, I remember this. So I was curious if like cheese and coffee was like a a thing that people do. Maybe it's like an Asian thing, but I haven't seen it. I didn't think cheese was
1: an Asian thing at all.
2: Right, exactly. (laughs) So it's really mysterious. Am I wrong?
0: You are wrong. Cheese is actually like goes way back in China oh, as really? a matter of fact. Really? Oh yeah, it's a huh. uh, it goes really? way back in China and then also you think like paneer?
1: Oh, it's an Indian. Uh, yeah, so right. that right. part that's
0: more yeah. like a western asia type of Sure. But it's, I don't think it's as big of a thing. No, I, don't, I didn't really look into it as like a Japanese thing. But yeah, Chinese cheese. Amazing. Cheese, there's like a long history in China. Did you guys try the coffee yet? No, it's a little too hot. I love okay. how we're all really... Um, I tried it. We're savoring this moment of a- aroma.
1: It's surprisingly not bad.
2: Oh, how about that? Yeah. I don't want to burn my tongue and miss out on all the good flavors. So. Yeah. I don't want to coat my tongue with any of the flavors I actually
1: can't wait for you to try it
2: maybe you should have brewed more we (laughs) can always brew more (laughs) look on Johnny's face (laughs) like are you fucking with us Marcus is it really not bad
1: no it's really not bad there's not a lot of there's actually no cheddar flavor as far as I can tell it's just really clean really smooth and it just it's kind of nice I want to say as much as I don't want to say that
0: (laughs) I love It's not bad That like a specialty coffee guy hit so perfectly with the concept of this podcast, though. Like cheese flavored flavor coffee, like perfect, quintessential. That's great. It's such a great suggestion. So if you have a, if you want to, like I said, send us your craziest coffee ideas. We'll take links.
1: I'm like this is this is so far superior than like the taco.
0: I See, I thought spicy taco coffee could have been worse. I didn't mind the taco. I did not love the fact that it had artificial beef flavor. That's yeah. fucking weird, but... Right. I mean, no bad reviews on artificial beef. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine if you're vegan. I I mean... They're totally into artificial beef flavor.
1: Guys, I could drink this black.
0: You are... F- I'm, I'm not kidding you. I, I'm <laughs> trying to... I'm jumping way ahead. Give no bad reviews. I still haven't taken a sip yet. It's like I get to the I just like I get to the point where I smell it and I'm like, I'm just so happy just smelling it. Yeah. Why do I need to put this I don't need to taste it too? And look, I've said sensory this be- overload. I've
1: said this before that I'm I, I do like the more floral kind of coffees. Um, so maybe it's geared a little bit towards me, but I'm I can say that I've had worse I've had far worse than this cheese flavor flavor coffee, in my opinion.
0: That's very strange because yeah, I'm not getting any cheese, but I am getting that jasmine like jasmine tea floral flavor mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah i get a lot of the floral notes
1: mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you guys all don't want to admit it <laughs>
2: no i don't um i don't think i like it as much as you do
1: uh-huh.
2: um which makes sense because i don't like the floral things as much as mm-hmm. you do what, what's what what's it gonna take to get you in this cup of coffee stuff i think um i feel like i'm picking up that cherry almond flavor and maybe that is like in my head Is that giving you flashbacks right now? But I feel I just feel like with every every one of these artificial flavored coffees I feel like I pick up those notes of cherry almonds Is it possible it's in your head a little bit? I mean, yeah, definitely it's possible, but that's what I feel like I'm tasting. The other thing that's unique about this coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting like the tingle in the back of my jaw like mm. as though it's sour. Which is probably again, Marcus, what you like because that's the type of like light roast flavor that you like. Yeah, it is not my bag.
0: <laughs> What's it going to take to get yeah. you loving this coffee? Yeah. Is yeah. it going to be? Is it Uncle Nearest? Do you need him to help you out? I, is it sugar? Is it milk?
2: Yeah, I'm going to need something. Lip cream. Maybe. Um. I feel like maybe some milk might help.
1: Yeah, I feel like milk would do I mean, really I'm nice. going to get some milk right now and yeah. the whipped cream.
2: I'm not opposed to whiskey, but we are going into work later. I know. And this is a tiny cup, and I feel like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just at that point, you're just drinking whiskey. Yes. Yeah, so
2: it's going to be 50-50 right. at least right. on the whiskey side.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. This is, um, this is not anything like what I expected, yeah. and it's not terrible.
1: Right. I mean I even from the, the visual on the beans that look like it would be darker mm-hmm. tasting, like more bitter. I'm mm-hmm. um, surprised it's not as yeah, bitter as I expected. I'm it surprised to.
0: it's not nearly as dark in the cup yeah. as I was expecting. Like we get coffees that look pretty light and then end up really dark when they're brewed. Yeah. This one started out like black and almost oily and it's not that dark in the cup. No. Weird. Yeah. Maybe it's all those
2: jasmine buds. Right. Uh, I'm going to skip the low-fat milk that's been offered. Thank you. (laughs) Because I don't believe in low-fat milk. It's 1%. It's 1%. I know. And I'm going to jump right to the heavy whipping cream. Thank
0: you. I'll tell you what, though. I use that 1% every morning. It's Mm -hmm. really not any different than 2%. Yes, I also don't
2: believe in 2%. Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, my cholesterol test doesn't believe in whole milk anymore.
1: Oh, oh, back at you.
2: Um, I bought some heavy whipping cream. Oh, I do have that. Do you want I that instead? That? No, that's good. I used a bunch of the whipped cream. Thank you. Because that's nice sugar too. Yes. Um, I bought some heavy whipping cream for a recipe. Never made the recipe. Oh. I've just been like drinking the heavy whipping nice. cream. Oh. In coffee. Okay.
0: But. Not just straight. I
2: want to drink it Lately? straight. Because
1: you're like glowing. Is that, did you oh. have that for mm-hmm. breakfast today? I didn't
2: have
0: it today, but mm-hmm. it's probably okay. built up in my system. Yeah right <laughs> i added a little bit of sweet i think that helped it a bit interesting i'm gonna try adding a little bit i'm gonna go for the one percent low-fat milk i
1: feel like that milk might might seal the deal for you it's it's, it's a the two complement each other i think
0: Mm-hmm. are going to yeah yeah it's strange that it doesn't have any cheese flavor but maybe this milk could bring out the cheese oh yeah yeah i was kind of hoping a little dairy would
1: that's interesting
2: um, I find it much more palatable with the whipped cream. Um,
0: <laughs> Having a little bit of sweet and a little bit of milk, um, it kind of takes it into normal flavored coffee territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Except I'm not actually tasting much flavor, which, again, is normal, I guess, for flavored coffee. Right.
0: <laughs> Except for it still does have those floral notes. It's not
2: bad with the whipped cream. It's very drinkable. I'm going to have
0: no trouble getting this down. It's mm-hmm. interesting
1: mm-hmm. for a flavored coffee. Surprising.
0: I just think, yeah. yeah, that I've never had a coffee that has actual flour. Well, I mean, I guess we had the lavender coffee. Mm-hmm. This is my first jasmine floral coffee. Yeah. Um, not a usual thing that you would expect. I don't know. Are we poisoning ourselves right now? I don't even know. Is jasmine just, like a, fl- a flower that is poisonous? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's commonly used. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I got some Some whipped cream. I got some milk, sugar. I think that's where my no bad review lies.
1: Yeah,
0: it's not bad with cream, sugar, and whipped cream. Surprisingly, (laughs) uh, you
1: know, you might be helping import drugs into the country if you buy this. (laughs) You may, you may not be. You and know, no judgment there either. Yeah, who knows?
0: I do find um, it interesting that it's like this is not even proper FDA labeling yeah. without like the grams and like right. the fact that this is definitely more than four ounces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> so weird. Don't give a
1: fuck. Just trying to cover up the smell. Because
0: I used 30 <laughs> grams, so that would have been about... Oh, well, I guess that's only one ounce. Never mind. But yeah, I did not use... Just... No,
1: that's more than four ounces. This is sure. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... What was Zeuscape's uh, tagline? If you're looking for fun and interesting, <laughs> basically, yeah.
0: yeah, It's like that's it in a nutshell. If you want something that's fucking weird, we got it for you. Look,
1: and this coffee is at least a year old. Right, too. it right. still has
0: another nine months on it, though.
1: Jeez,
2: I think ten drops is enough. I think um, <laughs> I don't. It's definitely not what I expect. It's unexpected. It's an unexpected cup of coffee and it is
0: ingestible. There hey. You have it. Good. Ingestible. So, <laughs> yeah. I would say it's not the worst coffee we've ever tried it on this not. podcast. It yeah. definitely is not. Right. And if yeah. you're
1: into floral cups of coffee, you know, this is uh, in my opinion, this is probably the best cheese-flavored coffee that we're going to get.
0: I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so. No Notes of Cheese definitely no no- makes the best cheese-flavored right. coffee. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't see how you can
1: improve on it. <laughs> awesome. So there you have it. So. Uh, thanks, um, Jenny. Was it that was our episode? Finally.
0: Yeah. fun learning about cheese. That
1: was great. Yeah. That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, who knew? Good job. Uh, you know, RIP to all the Baby animals Aww. out there that gave their lives so we could have cheese. Yeah, Thank worth you, it. little goat.
1: Grateful that, that you're the... not a baby cow. <laughs> 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 that the baby goat gave its life to so you could, you have know, some
2: goat cheese. So you have some goat cheese. I will pour out this coffee in honor of the baby goat. There
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks, everyone. If you want to hear more about nacho cheese and how we like the sodium citrate nacho nacho cheese. Oh fuck yeah. yeah.
1: Join us over on Patreon. Yep. Which is
0: patreon.com slash no bad reviews pod that's also our socials and if you want to send us a coffee in the mail somebody once sent us spicy taco coffee that one on went on air you can send anything to modest coffee and including money including money yeah. well you, gifts too we love getting gifts, gifts anything just yeah. send it to modest coffee yeah and you can also email us suggestions and we'll buy things with our own money fair <laughs> enough <laughs> Uh, So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to this podcast, generously sponsored by Modest Coffee, purveyors of single-origin coffee without the snobbery. Visit www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what they're roasting today. Enjoy.